and we're live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Rebecca Meadows, um, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of The Blind View right here on Becca's World. Um, I have Sailor and Tamara joining me, and um, we're going to go ahead and get started with my main topic, and I'm sure the guys might have some other topics they want to discuss, and they'll probably have some input on my topic. I want to talk about what Mr. Beast has done and what he's been doing, the philanthropy that he's doing. I love philanthropy, you guys. I think it's really good to give of yourself to others, either financially or time-wise, or give of your energies, you know what I mean? And and I commend Mr. Beast for, for what he's done here, right? For um, paying for the surgery of, I believe it was a thousand blind people to get cataract surgery so they could get their vision, quote unquote, restored. And, um, and I, I don't want to dis I don't want to discourage anybody from donating to the blind community, but as a member of the blind community and someone who's been blind for over three decades, I want to point some things out because I do have some issues with Mr. Beast's um, philanthropy. Um, I, you know, I, I really don't like seeing a lot of waste and 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 stuff, right? And and that's one big problem I have with our government is all the waste and stuff that I see going on. And in my life, as a blind person, I figured out how to do a lot with a little bit, right? And Mr. Big spent a lot of money to do a little bit instead of spending a little bit of money to do a lot to help blind people. And I just want to point out that had Mr. Bean or Mr. Beast uh, put his money, the same amount of money towards something like building a blind training center at a training center for the blind that it would have been an investment that would have lasted for many decades right and would have helped hundreds of thousands of blind people instead of just the one blind person that got their vision back right from the surgery and and i know that there's a lot of sighted people who are thinking mr beast is wonderful and all of that and i do think he's a good guy like i don't ever want to discourage anybody from philanthropy because I think philanthropy is a wonderful thing but I just want to point out that that money would have done a lot more like I said had it been given to a place like the National Federation of the Blind with specifically ear earmarked for a blind school in a place such as Montana where they are in desperate need of a blind training center you know um, mm -hmm. so I that's where my heart is I'm really sad that that I wish Mr. Beast had reached out to a member of the NFB um, or the NFB itself, the headquarters in Baltimore and asked them for some recommendations of where that money could have been best spent to help the blind. Because yeah, um, that's what I want to say. But yeah, I don't want to discourage anybody from helping the blind though. Like, like my whole life, like when I was a teenager, I went blind when I was 12, but when I was a teenager, I learned that the Lions Club, the Lions Club does many wonderful things to help the blind, right? And they they do fundraisers and they they get glasses for kids, children who need them, right? And and I, I'm sure they probably would go further and get now in today's age, now with the technology that's available for the blind, I'm sure the Lions Club probably is doing things like investing in some of these technologies for blind students in elementary and high school so they can further their education and help themselves, right? But what I'm saying is, just if you guys have 
lots of money or lots of time or lots of energy that you guys want to donate to the blind community, the best way to do it is contact somebody who's already doing it and ask them where best to spend those monies and stuff, right? Because like I said, Mr. Beast could have done a lot more with that money, I think, to help us. What I, you guys I, think? I agree, um, Rebecca. I'm, I'm Tamar. Um, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, you need to reach out to those organizations like NFB, ACB, um, and really, um, you know, talk to those who really know about who's out there that can really help out and really know where the resources are. Um, and, you know, really know uh, where, um, you know, where the need needs to be, um, yeah. you know, met. Yeah, um, and the thing is, so within the NFB, because there's the national headquarters in Baltimore, Maryland, but each state has its own affiliate, and each correct. affiliate has their own chapters in those states. Exactly. And each chapter, we all have our own projects that we're working on. And here at Blue Butterfly Enterprises, Gino and I have a lot of projects we're working on to advocate for the blind community. But there's so many other outfits like the NFB and the Lions Club and and ACB, right? The American Council exactly. for the Blind. Like, I just really feel like Mr. Beast's uh, donation could have gone a lot further had he done something like that. And so that's just something I want to point out to you guys because listen, I know a lot of sighted people view blindness as the end of the world. So they figure the best thing to do for a blind person is to give them, give them their vision back. But that's not necessarily the truth all the time. Because for one thing, these surgeries aren't always successful. A lot of times they they only give the person back half their vision or it, they wind up damaging the person worse or the person winds up with an infection because of the surgery and they wind up dying from it or something crazy like that. And so as someone who's been blind for a long, long time and whose life has been greatly impacted by blindness, I just really felt like I needed to point out to Mr. Beast that, and to other philanthropists who want to help the blind, that there's much better ways to go about doing it than what he's done here. Um, but I, I'm happy for those people who got their sight mm -hmm. back. What was it? Was it a hundred or was it a thousand? I think he got, he gave them their sight back or he paid for them to get their sight back. Um, so, but there's so many other blind people out there. And like I said, he could have helped the, the whole blind community or at least a much larger chunk by simply investing his money more wisely. And so please take, keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, if you're thinking of donating to the blind community or to any, any cause, you should probably contact leaders or, or people in that group and find out where the, where you're, you know, where your donations would be the most helpful so that, that it goes a long ways. Um, and I hope those people who got their vision back through Mr. Beast's philanthropy and generosity will do something with what they've been given, will go and, and improve their brains and their bodies and, and use their energies to help others now instead of harming others, um, like so often happens in our world. Most definitely, yeah, I agree. Um, so, but, so Tamara and Sailor are both with us now, right? I, yep, uh, I'm with you. So, so are you guys going to the NFB convention in July? Uh, I'm planning to. 
yeah, Gino and I are planning to as well. Sailor, what about you? Oh, I guess we muted Sailor, so um, we. I guess we could catch up with Sailor on that on another time, or maybe he can just text Gino and Gino can read his response. Um. Anyway, hello. Um, hello. Oh, hey, Sailor. So, Sailor, are you going to be going to the convention in July? Oh, definitely. I'm going to go. Yeah, because I'm, of course, I'm here in Houston. So, yeah, I'm going. Awesome. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And so Gino and I are taking Becca's World and Blue Butterfly Enterprises to the convention, too. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to be at the NFB convention in July in Houston, Texas, look for Brandon and, or Gino and me there, okay? For sure. Um, and it's going to be exciting. Oh, yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, we're about to release my fourth book on Audible, Still Busy Steering. Have any of you guys listened to the previews we put out yet? Awesome. Sailor, oh, remember to either it's of awesome. you? Yes. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. you, you guys listened to the preview that we put out? Oh, the preview? Not yet. No. But oh, no, I'm, no. I'm planning to. Did you listen to it, Sailor? Uh, not yet. I haven't been able to find it. Is it is the is the preview on yeah. Audible? No. So, Gino, would you be able to send Tamara and Taylor both a link to the the sample that you sent me when we get off the air? Yeah, it's on Rumble and Facebook. Yeah, oh, but not okay. not everybody's following us that closely on Facebook and yeah. Rumble. So, so yeah, but I'll I'll have Gino send it to you guys so you guys can listen to it. And if you guys would share it on your social medias and promote it, I'd appreciate it. Oh, of course. So anyway, definitely we'll do. We'll do. So we mm. we we have the entire Audible, all the audio files uploaded to YouTube, and we're just going through the process of YouTube uh, looking at everything, and then they push do whatever, push whatever buttons they need to do to upload it to the internet. I think so. By the end of February. My fourth book, Still Busy Steering, should be available on Audible, guys. And I'm really excited for this release. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah Becca, so, I, I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah, me too. Oh, yes, Sailor. <laughs> Tamara, did you listen to Metamorphosis? Yes, of course. I loved it. Yeah, and I know Sailor mm, did. So Yeah. And I, um, I talked to a lot of other people who did, too. So what were you going to say? Um, it's, I mean, it's really, really, really moving, and I just loved how it was really, like, life-changing. It's so, so, so um, wonderful. Um, Thank you, Tamara. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Of course. Did you, go, did you go up to Amazon and write me a review? Um, I think I did, yes. Oh, good. I really appreciate that, my friend, because, you know, a lot of my friends have told me verbally, oh, I really like your, liked your book. And I always say, well, did you go up to Amazon and write me a review? Because that's the best thing you can do to help an author, ladies yes. and gentlemen. If you like their book, go up to Audible or go up to Amazon and write a review for them. So other I mean, I, that's, that, that is the one way I basically appreciate, um, you know, um, people and how I give back to people so definitely yeah mm -hmm. yep yeah so um Tamara or sailor do you guys have anything else you guys want to talk about before we end the show um I mean, 
Becca, let's do the commercial break. Oh, yeah, let's do the commercial okay. break. Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, guys, guess what? My fourth book, Still Busy Steering, is now available. You can get this on Amazon Print On Demand, Kindle Digital Download, and we'll have the Amazon version done by February 2023. And Linda Nelson is reading the Audible version just like she read Metamorphosis and Metamorphosis and Still Busy Seeing Our Sequel. So please be sure to check out my first short story collection, Metamorphosis, and the sequel, Still Busy Steering. And I would really appreciate it if you could drop me a line and let me know what you thought. And if you'd go up to Amazon and write me re a review about each book when you're done. Thank you very much. And now back to the show. Okay. We're back. I think we're back. Mm -hmm. So, um, I do this, I try to do this during every show, and I really hope that people don't find me silly for doing it. But I just want to remind my viewers of what your power is that you have inside of you. I don't care what your situation is today. I don't care how, how dire your situation may look. Hopefully you have a lot of hope in your life today, and hopefully you see a lot of opportunities, and hopefully you are taking steps to go after those opportunities and improve things. But, but if you are in a situation where things are looking dire, I, I just want to point out to you that, that there's always tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. And, and no For matter sure. how bad things look today and right now, there's always tomorrow, another day for you to work, to improve yourself and your situation and, and to pull yourself up, you know, and improve yourself and become more than what, what you think you can be today, right? Because God created you and you would believe. I, 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 wish, I wish I could help my viewers understand. Like once you can see what God put inside of you, you know, you'll realize what, what your abilities are. And you'll realize that like, you'll realize that anything that you want to do, if you decide to do it in your heart, and in your mind, and if you can visualize it in your own mind, like you'll understand that nobody can stop you from accomplishing that goal. Mm -hmm. And and this is something I came to, like when I was a teenager, was when I started coming to all of this, right? When I was in my early teens, I started realizing these things and I kind of built upon them. And, and that's really how I changed my life and pulled myself up out of the hole I was in was because I realized that that I had stuff in my brain and in my heart that those people that were telling me there was no hope, mm -hmm. those people had no idea what I had in my brain and my heart. And because they had no idea, I knew they were wrong when they told me there was no hope. And I knew that I had every day of the rest of my life to spend rebuilding my brain and body. And, and, and so that's what I started doing from day one. And God blessed my efforts. And over time, my results started compounding and compounding and, and growing bigger and bigger. And eventually, I was getting better so fast that all they could do was lock me under a guardianship. That's when they locked me down, you guys, when they realized that I was getting better despite all their efforts. And I wasn't believing the line they were trying to feed me that my life was over. And and so I just want to keep repeating this to my viewers that I don't, it doesn't matter 
who's telling you what in your life? I don't care if they're your parents or if they're doctors or teachers or lawyers or, or therapists or counselors. Only you and God know what you have in your brain and in your heart. And that's all you really need because it's the brain and the heart that operates this body that God gave you, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so if you have pure thoughts in your brain and pure thoughts in your heart, right? It, like, how can you go wrong if you if you have pure intentions, right? And if you use the good things that God gave you and that your country gave you and, and that you gained yourself, right, through living. And and so I, I just, I hope, I hope my viewers are listening today. And, and I really hope if you're, if you're paralyzed in a, you know, let, let's say you were just hit by a car and, and you're in a hospital bed right now, your body is broken and they're telling you there's no hope and that you'll, you'll be a paraplegic for the rest of your life. And, and let's say, I don't know, maybe, Maybe you're a dancer or something like that, and you think it's over, but it's not. You, you can get it all back, plus so much more if you work for it. God will give you what you need to, to restore yourself, you know? And, and mm -hmm. But what you need to do is you need to change your goals to match his right. goals for your life. Because once you do that, then everything you do, you're doing for his goals as well. And he compounds the results of your efforts. It's really amazing. You guys, I'm telling you, um, just please think about it and learn to believe in yourself and learn to believe in God. And please go read the Bible today. Okay. Yeah. I know a, lo a lot of people just go to church and when they go to church, they they're led to believe that God is a critical God who's judgmental and who only wants to strike them dead. Right. And, and but that's not true. God is a loving God who created each one of us and he has wonderful ideas for our future and he invites us to come along and check out those ideas, right? And check out those those goals he has for us and those dreams he has for us because he loves us. Like, you know, you know how well if you were blessed to have earthly parents who loved you and supported you, imagine a heavenly father who loves you and supports you so much more than your earthly parents ever could, you know? So, so like I said, just please turn to God today if you're feeling hopeless. And even if you're not feeling hopeless, like if you have, if your life is pretty okay and everything's pretty, you know, hunky-dory and you don't have too many problems in your life, if you turn to God, he can make your life extraordinary and wonderful. You know, guys, every day I am happy and I've been happy well, since I was a teenager, like it was when I was a teenager, I think when God started giving me peace with my situation and, and he started, I don't know, like, I guess when I started trying to look for the good things in life, it's like God started showing me the good things in life and, and those good things started coming into my life. And so today, instead of being a negative person who always looks for the bad things in life, try to be a positive person who looks for the good things in life and try to always pulp, like, what's the word I'm trying to think, propagate that, those good things, right? Like, like be a light up, up, upon the earth, upon mankind, and, and let your light shine out onto the world, right? Just what the Bible says. Like, and it's not hard. It just takes trying to think of others instead of yourself. And it takes trying to turn the cheek, 
when someone does something to hurt us, you know, and when I say turn the other cheek, I mean, trying to show someone love when they hurt us instead of, instead of vengefulness, right? And if you do that enough, then God starts, like I said, just, I don't know, it's really crazy. I feel like I've had the power of God at my disposal for decades now. Like literally you guys, like something enters my heart and mind, a new idea of something I can do to help others or make somebody else around me happy or feel good, right? Mm -hmm. And God sends it back to me and God shows me how to do whatever, whatever thought he's put in my heart and mind. And like, guys, when I, when I pursue those thoughts and desires and those goals, those goals that are only to bless other people, God blesses me in return. And, and, and this is not the only way in which God does these things. Like financially, he, he invites us to, to, uh, put him to the test in the same way financially. Like he out, he invites us to give him 10% of our income, right? And he says to us, if you give me 10%, I will bless you. But if, if you give him more than 10%, he'll bless you even more, right? Because God, God created everything and God has the potential to create even more. So once you get God on your team, the abundance that comes into your life is, is well, it's abundant. And so, so, um, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to tell my viewers today is I'm trying to help you guys understand how to get God's abundance in your own life. Cause I really feel like I got, I found God's abundance in my life when I was a teenager and I, I started being more at peace and being happier with life. And, and I really feel like it was when I started like trying to use different words when I talk to people and, and only let certain thoughts into my mind. Right. Um, and, and then I, you know what I mean? Is this making sense guys? It does. Yes. Yeah. 110%. And, and these are things that most people don't talk about, but I've been trying to write about them in my books. And, yes. but the thing is not very many people are reading my books. So that's why I'm also mm -hmm. talking about these things on my videos, because I want people to know that they can change their lives. Like by starting by trying to change other people's lives, you can make your own life better by making mm -hmm. the lives of other people better first. That's yeah. how you start. That's how you, you, uh, that's how you instigate God's power in your own life. That's mm -hmm. how you get that ball rolling. And once that ball starts rolling, like you can give it great momentum by continuing to seek out more opportunities to be a good person and give of yourself. Cool. And, and so, and listen, it's much easier, much easier than being an angry, angry, bitter person. Like I did that right after I went blind and was suddenly brain injured when I was 12 years old, I was angry and bitter for several months afterwards, you know, and it was, I didn't like being in that state of being angry and bitter. And I had to pull out of that and climb out of that pit. Um, but there's so many people who haven't been blinded and been suddenly brain injured who are angry and bitter. And I'm just trying to tell you guys, you need to stop being angry and bitter. Get that chip off your shoulder. Like there's people out there who, who have, who have, had to deal with a lot worse than what you're having to deal with and they've overcome and and you need to stop feeling sorry for yourself and so look for a neighbor to help you and and if you are a neighbor who can help go help that person right 
Like if everybody's looking for opportunities to help and people who need help aren't crabby and, and bitter and angry, maybe more people get what they need in life to be lifted up, right? Um, but that's a challenge I want to extend to my viewers is why don't you try to always turn the other cheek and always look for an opportunity to bless others. And, and, and it doesn't have to be on the level that Mr. Beast did it. Like I said, you can do a lot more with just a little bit if you invest your time and energies and finances in the right direction. Um, anyway, I thank you for watching my show today. Do you guys want to say anything else before I end the show? Um, Hello? Okay. Are you guys in agreement with everything I've said? I, I do, oh, yes. 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 Hello? So, yeah. Thank you, Sailor. Now, Sailor, I'm not do you muted, wanna... right? No, you're not muted, Sailor. Sailor, do you want to tell us a little bit more about what you're doing? Because it sounds like you're traveling. Oh, I'm actually, uh, I'm in a car. I'm, I'm stepdad. I'm going to uh, get some credentials for my mom for the Houston rodeo, so doing oh. that right there. Yeah. Other than that, I'm, um, I'm working on my project and what you had to say today was well said. I, well said. I'm doing just that. I'm um, continuing with my podcast, getting into speaking and just trying to grow my business. So it's great. Now, Sailor, yeah. as soon as we get the audible of Still Busy Steering done up, I'm going to send you and Tamara and whoever else wants one a free copy of the audible, okay? Oh, cool. Oh, awesome. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Well, so if you guys don't have anything else to add, I think I'm going to end the show today. Um, ladies and gentlemen, please be sure to go up to our website, bluebutterflyenterprises.com or Becca's World on Rumble, where you can purchase any of my books, any of my four books in any formats that they're available and you can also get my becca's world coffee cups t-shirts hats and other such memorabilia um please tell your friends about my books and please like share and hit the subscribe button oh and this is a free subscription by the way ladies and gentlemen peace out that's a wrap y'all thanks for joining us today on becca's world thanks Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.